0: Good morning, valuable physical education. We're back again today with Ms. Haley White, adaptive physical education teacher. And today she gives us some stories of um, some of her experiences with students and, and some of the rewarding ones and also helps break down how she um, you know makes adjustments for some of her students. It's a, it's a great section of the interview. And, and afterwards, I want to talk about one of the students I've had uh, in the past and um, the impact that it made on my life. But first, let's hear what what Miss Haley has to say.
1: Uh, there's one girl that I have recently, and she's uh, she has a whole body cerebral palsy, so it affects all her all her extremities, um, but she can still walk. So she uses a gait trainer, which is basically this massive contraption that she gets to kind of sit in, and it has a it's a saddle and it lifts her upright so she can still walk um, with assistance. So it's basically like a big walker. Um, for her, which is really cool. And so there's a lot of times where she kind of gets down on herself, but you know, again, with that whole, like, Hey, I've seen you do this before and you gotta, you gotta tell your mind to tell your body to do this. And so being able to really motivate her, and then you just see her kind of like light up of, Oh yeah, you're right. Like I can do it. And so just making sure, like I've been telling her day in, day out, every time I see her, you need to tell your mind, you can do it because when you tell your mind, you can't do it, guess what? You're not going to be able to do it. So I said, we need to change that attitude of uh, I can do it. So, and ever since she's always, she's been saying I can do it, I can do it. And as she's walking. And so we've been able to increase her walking, increase her pacing, um, to where now she's, I think walking for two minutes straight, which has been, you know, night and day from when I first saw her when she's a freshman and she's a junior now. So it's been really great to see to see that growth.
2: Yeah, that's that's awesome to hear. And, uh, you know, uh, one of my things that I find fascinating recently in this global pandemic is I find myself calling a lot of general physical education teachers, and this is one of the reasons this show kind of started a little bit is we're always picking their brain like what are you doing during COVID, you know, like, and then we talk and, you know, are they're doing this and that. What are some of the things you're doing, Coach, during the uh, pandemic for Zoom for your students to make sure that they're uh, meeting their needs?
1: Yeah, uh, for my students that are on Zoom or we're giving asynchronous lessons to them, if they can't make the Zooms, um, we'll record the Zooms. And then we'll kind we'll do a lot of PowerPoints have been my big go-to. Um, a lot of video recording, doing a green screen, putting a backdrop, making it very, very kid-friendly. Um, so it's something enjoyable. So they're not just seeing, you know, a bunch of, you know, background things that it's, it has nothing to do with the lesson. So definitely a lot of themed um, activities for the students. And then also, like I said, a bunch of recordings of us going through the, the skills and uh, we're assuming that the parents are are there helping. And obviously, you know, as a parent, you're kind of like, well, well, what do I do? Like, this isn't, like you guys have said, like you're not adapted PE, you're general ed PE. How do we, how do we do this? And even for us, it's, you know, there's times where we're like, well, how do we do this? And, and we go back and forth. Um, so a lot of it too, has just been even just modifying it for the parents and showing the parents, Hey, inst- if they can't do this, or if they're not demonstrating this at home, this is the next, you know, this is what we can do to take it a step back. So also you're not just teaching the students right now. You're also teaching the parents of hey, you know, this is what, what, you know, they can do at least if they're not being, if they're not able to meet um, the skill set right now.
2: Yeah. So. well, Coach. I mean, to me that that's so inspirational because I think you're really truly bridging the gap between like, I think that's completely understandable that the parents would like looking like, what do we got to do? You know, like it's same with me. Like I would be like, coach me up coach. And I just think that, what a great valuable lesson you as a teacher, not only are you teaching and providing curriculum to your students, but you're also bridging that gap between uh, the student and their parent for their curriculum needs. So that uh, to me, that's, that's really cool. And uh, you know, just keep up the good work. That's awesome. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I mean, my hope is through, through all this, that some teachers are realizing that, you know what we, you know, there's a lot of teachers send home a lot of homework, but the parents don't necessarily have the tools to, to help them with it. And, you know, I know right now I've heard a lot of people paying for tutors and, and extra help in order to, to try and bridge that gap, but, um, there's so many resources out there now. It is a matter of just kind of teaching the, the parents sometimes about where they can even find those resources that are, so they're not having to pay a, a whole lot. And again, right. for something like that, you know, giving them a, you know, kind of a game plan of how to go about helping their, um. Their child, so um, I definitely that's that's a really important thing to do right now, and um, I know that's that's something I've been having to do in my job description this year is, is work with families more, and it is amazing how many times that they're just you know they seem lost, and you're trying to go well I, uh, <laughs> I I'm supposed to be teaching a kid like I don't <laughs> I'm still yeah. trying to figure out a parent myself, so um, you know we'll, we'll we'll work on it, but I think it's eye opening to. know that that communication is really important with families so
1: yeah and that's one thing that i've noticed that's been a huge increase is just the parent contact that i've had and being able to make not even just between you know having a now connection with the student i now have had a connection with the parent which is even more meaningful to me because now when i go into the iep meetings that we were talking about it's no longer Who are you? Or like, hey, I I don't remember. It's been a full year since I last saw your face. It's now a more personal connection of like, hey, how are you doing? Like and and being able to have that connection with the parent, which I think is so important because then they can come to you. And I've had parents say, Hey, like, I'm trying this at home. It's not working. What can I do? Or what's something else I can do because this, you know, this direction isn't working. So, or hey, I don't have this equipment, like what, what do I do if I don't have equipment? And so we've actually, our department's made um, a YouTube channel. And we, uh, when we first were out of school in spring, we actually did a lot of videos of, Hey, if you don't have, you know, a ball to hang so they can, you know, practice swinging a bat or something or striking something with your hand, fill bag up with water and hang it up outside. You can get a bungee cord, you know, just giving them all type different types of resources, because you also have to think of, Hey, not everyone has, you know, a basketball at home. So it's like, how do we work on this? You know, or, you know, you can practice different things using different things of, you know, I know, I don't know for you guys, but the drumming with the, um, big yoga balls, that's been a huge thing. Well, not everyone has a yoga ball at home, so let's use a pillow instead, or let's even just use our hands on our laps. So that's been really, really neat to help help families, um, you know, being able to guide them in that way too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah it's it's exciting, and uh, the way you're just your mind is working, and you're modifying things, and you're expressing that in this interview. I think is really exciting. And then like one thing we talked about earlier tonight is like, at one point we'll want to have some of these coaches back on. Cause I think we could go for a whole segment of like, Hey coach, how do you modify, you know, then in, in general PE working on catching a ball and, you know, hand eye coordination, how do you do it to modify it for this type of student in your class? And I, I bet you could give some sound advice, but, um, on my end coach may have more, but, uh, you know I've been thoroughly impressed while interviewing you and chatting with you. I, I think you're honestly very passionate about uh, your profession. And one thing that's just cool for me is i I'm very close and know the coaches that you played for in college, and I could just kind of see that they've helped shape you a little bit. And I'm sitting here also, you know, i've I've been lucky to go to a few professional development stuff and like, listening to Sue Lindquist and she was the UCLA softball coach that won a lot of national championships. Mm -hmm. And she was big on like positive talk, which you talked about tonight. Like you can do it. You, you, you can do this. You're going to be good at it. You're going to be successful. And it seems like you have a lot of nuggets of wisdom for these uh, children. And, you know, I I don't have children, but if I I have two nieces and um, if they needed to do adapted PE, I would certainly want them to be in your class under your tutelage so thank you so much for being on the show and coach might have some other questions for you but uh we were, i'm really glad you came on
1: well thank you appreciate you guys having me
0: yeah i don't right at this point have any more questions i just um i'm with kevin I, i'm very impressed with know obviously the knowledge of that you have about doing this and the passion that you have for it and i again I you're bringing up lots of memories of, of kids that I've had, um, throughout my time. Um, and again, I just, I know how rewarding it is to, to help those students that, that need a little extra and and that's not always kids who are on IEPs or even 504 plans. It's, that's all different types of kids, but, um, you know, especially some of those kids that, that struggle and when I think sports and physical activity just brings out, um, you know, it can it can really bring out the best of of everybody um, if it's done right? And so, I think that's awesome that you're, um, you know, you're you're helping these kids do that because um, it's really important. I I just think I, I'm certainly a huge advocate for physical education. I think it's really important. I think it's sad when it's getting cut or when it's you know you're getting students added in or students pulled out because it's not deemed as important. And so, right. um, you know. Having somebody there advocating for these students and, and helping them through it is is really important. So, thank you so much for what you're doing, and um, we really appreciate it. And we appreciate you coming on tonight and talking to us.
1: Yeah, of course. Like I said, thanks for having me. Yep.
0: Okay. Again, a big thank you to Miss Haley White for being on with us. And you know, I I was being very honest when she was talking. It was hard to come up with new questions because uh, I wasn't really ready for for all these different you know, feelings and emotions to come back kind of rushing in about students I'd had in the past that have had, um, you know, either IEPs or have had disabilities that I've worked with. And there's one in particular that I I just, I have to tell the story. Um, We talked about it after the interview was done, but um, I had a student who actually, we, we ended up naming an award for physical education at our school after her. And she had cerebral palsy and she was one who she, she could walk on her own, um, unlike the student that, um, uh, Ms. Y was talking about, but she, she had a hard time walking, um, very easily would get tired. Um, you know, she's a student who had hard time, um, with speech as well. But thankfully I was at a school where I'm still at the school where they, you know, the other kids were very accepting and very helpful, but, we named this PE award after her for, we give it out each year for the student who works the hardest. And the reason for that was she just, she would never say no to any challenge. You know, I was always willing to give modifications. I was always willing to try and help her um, be successful, but she always wanted to do what everybody else was doing, uh, even when it was next to impossible. And, you know, when we would run the mile, it was extremely difficult for her to finish that that long of a distance running. But she loved to run, and she always pushed herself. And so, you know, it just showed me that, you know, again, too often we have kids that, that complain about the mile, that complain about exercise. And, you know, here's this student who has a hard time doing this, has every reason in the world to give excuses, and she refused to do that. And so... Again, I just think moving forward as physical educators, we need to, to to continue to try and remember those students. We need to talk to each other about those types of students. And, you know, we need to use that as motivation for ourselves, but we can also use it as motivation for other students. So, again, a huge thank you again for this interview this week. Um, it really made me think a lot about, um, you know, where I'm at with physical education how important adapted physical education is, and, you know, we need to continue to have these conversations about, you know, these amazing students that are, are willing to work so hard, and, and um, you know, that's not just students that have disabilities. I've had plenty of other students that do that, but this was just one in particular that came up that, you know, again, extremely special student that I've had, and, you know, I can think of others as well, but, you know, it, it just, uh, it was a great interview, and I think that, You know, adapted PE is is important. I think physical education is important, and I think we're seeing that now that health and physical education is is going to be even more important moving forward. And I hope we can put some emphasis on that. So, thank you guys so much for uh, for a great week, and we look forward to having more uh, physical education talk coming up. Hey, we want to thank our sponsor, One Stone Apparel. They do great physical education clothes. Made us this great polo for valuable coaching, and they do awesome vocabulary tees. Perfect for physical education. You got great words on the back. You can customize them. Great artwork. Easy to work with. Dave at One Stone Apparel. Check them out, onestoneapparel.com.